0: Welcome back to Discover Bright Life, a podcast sharing stories of how to overcome loneliness. This time, we hear from the men, like Eddie.
1: Health got me, but this place has been a bigger saviour for me than anything. Ian. It'd have to be something quite special to take the place of what we've got here.
0: And Steve.
1: There's one or two said that
0: this place has saved a life. And, and that's quite a statement, that. Marking International Older Persons Day 2019, we prove that there is life after retirement. Death
1: is inevitable. However, don't wait for death to come. He's going to come anyway. Just enjoy your life and forget he's there.
0: Championed by Age UK Cheshire, Supported by Bright Life Cheshire, we visit the Men and Sheds Project in Hartford and Winsford.
1: We've got chaps here who have sort of spent 50 years as cabinet makers, model railway enthusiasts. You've got former
0: police officers. We believe it's time to celebrate the older generations, not ignore them. At a point, I just turned around and realised that all these guys are are not the people I work with necessarily. They're they're my friends. And we believe in challenging loneliness because sometimes the best medicine is a good laugh in friendly company
1: people say men don't talk stick a microphone downstairs and find out whether it's our health whether it's the weather whether it's football no you know talk about everything and anything
0: that's eddie one of the volunteers at the shed in Hartford. He's been part of the furniture for seven years now, but most of his life was spent in cars, more specifically as a chauffeur. Every
1: day was different. I was hired in Holton, Manchester, Crewe, Macersfield, Scotland. Down south in Salton Landing, you know, <laughs> down at the palace, it was good. It was different. It was as every year, it was a different mayor.
0: Driver to the mayor of Chester, work was busy, hectic, and full of new faces.
1: Because I'd been out, uh, and that, as I said, the chauffeur, I was out every day and I was connecting with people every day of the week. It didn't matter whether it was, you know, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Day. I was out, I connected with people. I met some really, really nice people, from lords and ladies to the guy who ended up pushing the streets. That was his job, and he, 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 but he was a counsellor. Like, you know, and, and they're the people you get on with, and it's the people that think they're above you who are the worst. Like, you know, who think they're better than you and they're not, like, you know.
0: But when it came time to hang up the keys and cash in that pension, retirement wasn't initially the smooth ride Eddie expected.
1: I'd worked all my life. I'd never known what it was like to to be at home all day for eight hours. Well... Longer, like you know get up at half past five and a quarter weight I'd be twiddling my thumbs I'd be like you know going in this in this in the garage just to just to get out to the living room just to get out of the house altogether I was getting fed up at home and sitting there Jenny me Kyle was getting to me <laughs> any more television and I' had. I had nothing more to do at home. When I retired, I'd done all the work. Started doing what I had to do, but it just got boring. On my own, in the garage, sometimes fall asleep in the garage (laughs) because I couldn't be bothered doing anything. And I remembered men in sheds. What are you doing? Making a garage door. No, lie trying to make a garage door (laughs) hoping it's going to be a garage door when i've finished uh we need it to be two meters wide by about 2100 lengthwise i'm not using any glue on it because with wood expands and retracts in the heat and outside so i'll just what i'll do is i'll put battens on it elongate the first bit so any expansion the wood will go with the elongated bit and then it won't split at any time and i won't have to do it again i came and it originally opened with oh, tony uh Bayless. tony Bayliss was the inventor who opened the shed officially opened it uh, and my job at the time was a male chauffeur so I brought the local mayor, who was the borough mayor, when we were very royal, uh, I brought him. And I remembered it, and I thought, I'll go many sheds, see what it's like. And i been in ever since. This place has been bigger saviour for me than anything, well, you know, really has. It's put that thing to aim for Mullhurst every, every, well, every day.
0: Whilst he's found a new sense of purpose, one thing that has set Eddie back is a series of serious health complications.
1: Since I retired, every illness I didn't think of got me, like, you know, burst appendix, like, you know, hernias things I'd never suffered with in the, when I was working, since soon I retired. That was it. Like, you know, I came down with everything. Two and a half years ago, like, 2017, I caught uh, blood poisoning. That put me off me on my back for about three months. Well, you know, but all of my interest was, was get back to shed. I need to get back to the shed. I was in physical care for 10 days. Well, you know, uh, but he gave me three minutes to live. Well, you know, that's how close I came, well, you know.
0: Something that sets the sheds aside is the sense of brotherhood. And when Eddie's life was in danger, many of the men supported him and his family because they genuinely cared, including one of his pals from the shed, Brian.
1: He phoned my house every night. When I was in hospital, I, my wife said at 20 past eight, every night, the phone would go, as soon as he'd come in. Or even if she hadn't been to the hospital to see me, 20 past eight, because he knew that's when everyone would be home. He phone up to see how I was, like, you know, and that was, even when I came out of intensive care, I went into the side ward, he was phoning to see how I was, like, not just him, a lot of, most of the lads were, Uh, I had one lad who was literally, I heard this voice, (laughs) I was lying in intensive care, uh, I was, literally drugged up to the eyeballs, but I heard the voice and it wasn't the Lord (laughs) Meera, but I heard this voice and I thought, I'm hearing things, like and I just happened to raise, the only thing I could move at the time was my head, and I just happened to lift my head up for like that. And it was one of the lads from downstairs, he was in because his brother-in-law had passed away, like, you know, and, and he's talking to me, and I can't speak to him and I can't see him, and I can hear the nurses saying, excuse me, sir, but, Mr. Fallows' his family, you waiting to come in? Yeah, please me muck Here we go to sheds together. <laughs> like, yes, but you are stopping his family from coming in, <laughs> like. You know, was only two at the bed, like you know. But yeah, it was, it was good. Like you know, it is good. It's you worry about people when you hear they're not well, you because you, you, you you've known them five six years, like you know and they've they've either helped you or you've helped them so you, you do concern yourself a little bit
0: It's taken time but Eddie was back in the shed within months and bad health isn't something he'll allow to set him back
1: can't see the point in it. Life's too short. Get on with it. Accept what it is. Like, you know, and just get on with life. Get on with everything. Like, yeah. You know, I don't have an illness. I just live with it. You can't say I've got, you know, a bad heart. I live with a bad heart. Something like that. The doctor t- I was in on Friday, and the doc, I asked the doc, and he said, It's a matter of 95% of your heart alright. That 5% that's bad. And that's 5% that gives you a problem. Like you know, not the other 90. The other 90 is like a big bass drum. Like you know, so you're all right. You will, you know, you're not a kid anymore. You're 69 years old. <laughs> like you know, stopped eating your 19 or your 29. Like you know, you're not. Know, like you know, so everything has to be done in moderation.
0: Start for 10.
1: So I just accept things now. It's the only way you can do it. And well, it ran the other way. Well spotted. I know there's people out there with more illnesses than me in serious illnesses. My daughter's just got over cancer, breast cancer, and so I went through that end of last year, beginning of this year. I've gone through all that again. Cause my wife had it 20 years ago. So like you know, but well, it's it's things that you had to go through. Like you know, shed was put to one side. Family will always come first.
0: So how does he describe the sheds to someone new or simply curious?
1: This place is this place is his job where you can walk away from. If you're not going to get the sack. Basically you can do what you want. Right? You know, you can come in here, you can sit downstairs, and you can have a cup of tea. You don't have to come out on that floor and make something. If you want to sit there, read a book sit there and read a book. No one's going to bother you. If you want to go out there and make ten bird boxes, go out there and make ten bird boxes or half a dozen pens. Whatever you wish to do, it's it's entirely up to you. We've got two jobs on now for our place at Castle, uh, the community centre, to make garage doors which I'm just doing outside. One's near done. I'll just wait for one to do the rest now. Right, and hopefully it'll come tomorrow, and I'll get it done tomorrow, as long as the weather's all right. I can do it outside.
0: Eddie's one of the main characters in Hartford. His own name sign above the door of the Bizu Canteen, as Steve called it. His laugh heard from every corner of the shed, and one of his favourite moments of the day is the arrival of the pie man. To signal the start of lunch.
1: Come hey. coming over now.
0: She's coming
1: over here. Yeah. Get yeah. yeah. <laughs> <getting over> <laughs> down here. we've here. some chili here. Uh, and Breakfast wraps at the here. there
0: and a sausage roll as well. What are you going
1: for today, Eddie? Oh, I don't know. It might be a bacon butty, I think. Something you to I know, but I'm having a bacon one, and oh, I'm having okay. a sausage roll. £28 for a sausage roll. <laughs> 4
0: £4.20. <laughs> £4. It's not just Eddie who's the joker of the shed. There's plenty of others who had their own stamp, too.
1: John Davis, they call him the vicar or they used to call him when he worked at Bentley because he doesn't swear like you know that's fine by me I don't swear that often i try I didn't swear as much till I started in sheds like you know and it's funny because they look at me when I say I I go to church regularly they go oh I go to church every Sunday like you know but they look at me because they but it's me like they don't expect it, I don't think. Like, but I, yeah, I'd rather try to go to CHF if me. You've got Nigel downstairs now. Nigel Witten Albion, excuse me. <coughs> Nigel's just Witten Albion. You mention Witten, he will not stop. He will, he's a ball boy, he must be the oldest ball boy in the football league. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. but he loves Witten Albion. and, like, and that's my like, you know, that's Nigel. i like, you know, uh, you got Kevin He will down to now, like with his girlfriend and I give him some stick over and I, I say, you're imaginary one, like, you know, he's he just made a heart and I said to him, put imag- my imaginary girlfriend on it, you'll be all right, Kevin, like, you know, and he, he knows I'm only joking with him, like, you know, so, yeah, he, and, and Graham are just, Graham just plods along with them, like, you know.
0: From garage doors, trucks, bird boxers the last seven years has seen Eddie have a stab at everything woodwork related but there's one particular skill he's most proud of I don't I think
1: we pens I think because I do I like to make the pens I like to make pens I can stay all day on in the machine and just make a pen uh, yeah and I've made things for other people like I made one of the ladies uh, a pot stand for the garden last week right, yeah Yeah. You you thought I'd made it a million pounds, give it a million pounds. It was wood and nails and screws and glue, like, you know, something that you do, like, you know, I don't know. Everything I do, I've tried to put 100% into.
0: So just how big a part is the shed to Eddie's life? If I put it in a
1: percentage of 98, that's how much important it is to me. I, I can't say it's hundred percent because I have other things, but ninety-eight percent of this shed is very important to me. Gives you that thing to get up for. I come four days a week. Well, I know some lads don't. I, I enjoy coming. I, you know, uh, but yeah, no, it's keeps me occupied, keeps me from keeps me from losing my rag. It's simple as that. Because I can and I would have done by now but sitting and sitting and watching the water flow past you. Get in the water and do something about it. Don't stand there, do we? Don't be afraid. Get on with life. Have a go.
0: You've been listening to Discover Bright Life... A series created by me, Claire Freeman, from A Small Furry Bear Productions, on behalf of Brightlife Cheshire. For more about the sheds and other projects supported by Brightlife, visit brightlifecheshire.org.uk.